0: Hello, welcome to Model View Conversation, America's premier tech education podcast. I'm Brian Gates. And I'm Ben Golke. And I am today outnumbered by Golke's, not for the first time. Uh, We have as a special uh, return guest what is going to become a regularly recurring guest, Ben's dad, Joe.
1: Yeah, so we're going to have my dad on to talk a little bit about um, how he, with some news that he's got about his career and how that might affect his immediate future professionally. Um, And I think it's uh, a topic of interest to our audience because I think a lot of our, um, a lot of people in our audience are just getting started and maybe are also on the job hunt and and looking for something new. So uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about that and and what he's doing um, to maybe find a new opportunity.
0: So let's turn it over to him. And Joe, bring us up to speed on what's going on with your career. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great,
2: Brian, Ben. Good Good to be hanging out with you guys.
0: So we wanted to bring you back on because you have
1: some news related to your job that I think would be of interest and relevance to our audience. Uh, so what's been going on with your career?
2: Yeah, so I, I've, I've been on the same program for about 20 years as um, I work I'm paid the regular W-2 way, but um, the company that I work for has me contracted out to a a larger corporation, and I've been working on the same program for about 20 years. And we just heard about two weeks ago that that the contract is not going to be picked up. It's not going to be renewed next year. So um, at this point, probably about mid-summer 2020, my my position is going to go away. So... Of course, the company that I work for would like like me would like to find me a new job and, and keep me billable because you know they make money every hour I make money they make money, um, but um, they don't really do this kind of stuff normally. They have a couple very specific folks on this contract that they kind of hunted down to fill specific requisitions that the, that the, the prime contractor had open. So it's kind of unclear what the future is going to hold. So uh, I'm essentially looking for a job.
1: So it could be that you continue with your company in a different on a different contract. Or it could also be that you end up working at an entirely new place on an entirely new program, doing something completely different. I mean, still probably DBA work, but it could be anywhere from mildly to majorly disruptive to your career, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, it's, it certainly could be. And, and I think uh, – and also the same holds true for my personal life as well. We, we, uh, I've talked to my wife as uh, – I mean, it, I think it's pretty obvious, but just to, for the record, I'm 60 years old. Um, both, I have two kids and both of them are grown and, and live nearby, which is very nice and are, you know, managing their own adulting very effectively in their own way. Um, so they don't they don't need me day to day. But, uh, you know, we've talked about moving and maybe as an option um, that there are some there are some tech hubs around the country that are that are kind of attractive. And, and uh, at 60, I'm, I'm, you know, my my options are a little limited. I'm kind of, I got thir- I mean, I'm putting down 35 years of experience. Right. Which which um, it turns out, I think there's kind of a sweet spot for experience that when you're a lot of your audience, I think, is in the one to two year range. And and it and and it's and it's it's very worrisome. I think when you put down, you know, that you have six months of experience or 12 years or 12 months of experience and it looks like, oh, I look, I'm really on the light end. But but the problem with putting down 35 years is that, oh, I'm really on the heavy end. I think the sweet spot is like in like the 15 year mark. Where you're, you know, you're fully experienced and you can, you can, you know, what you're doing, but you're not, you're not so, uh, you're not such a heavy hitter.
1: Yeah, because you sound very, it makes you sound very expensive, and and also like that, uh, anything that they would throw at you is something that would not really be much of a challenge. So then, if you're not challenged, then you're not happy, right? I mean, it it connotes all these things that uh, I think probably makes companies. Um, unsure, right, about whether or not they would want to take that on, take sure. you on, sure. because because of all kinds of... Plus, being 60, you know, they're going to be saying, like, well, he's probably not going to... He's not going to last another 20 years, right, with us. Uh, he's probably in, like, the 5 to 8, maybe 10-year mark at, at the max. Uh, and if we are looking for a long-term person, that, may, you know, that may or may not work for us. So there's there's... It's kind of like... The same kind of concerns, except just sort of on the other end of the spectrum.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't have my age on my resume, but I, I have that I graduated from high from. I think from college, the college graduation dates in there. I don't think I have high school on there anymore. And I, I actually spent a couple of years in the in the U.S. Army between high school and 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 college, so it makes me look a little younger than I am. But it only buys me a couple of years. So it's and, and plus thirty five years of experience. There's no, way look, that's easy that, to yeah. There's no way around that. There's no way around that. There, you know, and it, and the thing is, I mean, I I debated about whether I should put it on there or not, uh, but it just it is what it is. You just sort of have to go go with what you got. So yeah, so I at, at this point, you know, I mean, I think the the realistic assessment of what my immediate future holds is that I, I turn uh, I'll turn sixty one in March, so it's very likely that I'll be I'll be looking for a job as a sixty one year old sometime sometime next spring.
1: So do you have a a plan for? I mean, I know we're, it's very early days at this point um, and we will certainly have you back on to kind of get updates on how things are going. I think this is an interesting and useful uh, thing for our, our audience to see because it's going to be a lot of the same kinds of things they're facing just kind of from a different perspective, but the same same issues. So do you have a preliminary plan for um, how you're going to go about that job search? You said, you know, you started in the new year. Um, do you have any... I guess uh, the, the question is you haven't looked for a job seriously in a long time. So, <laughs> so what, what, are, what kind of, what kind of things did you do then when you were looking for a job last in, you know, in a serious capacity? And how do you think those might translate to 2019, 2020, uh, job search techniques?
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's, it, I, you know, like, like all job searches, I think it's both exciting and terrifying, right? Um, I, I, the first thing I did literally like, I think on the second day, the second night I was home after hearing the news was I dug around on my computer and found my resume. It was from 1998 and, wow. and, and, uh, and I started to work on it and, and, uh, I actually got Ben to help me a little bit. He's, he's seen a lot of resumes in his recent career. And so he was super helpful, but I, I, I literally have not ever found a job using the internet.
1: That is that is probably shocking to a lot of our younger listeners who would couldn't even fathom probably not using the internet for p- pretty much everything. Pretty
0: much um, everything, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I, Ben, have you ever found a job without the internet?
1: Um, no, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not I don't sure.
0: Think so. I'm not sure if I have either. Yeah.
1: Well, so I've gotten a couple of jobs that were that were referrals. Um, you know, from some people that I I already knew. Uh, but. If we don't count that, if we count only things that I've sort of sought out myself and and, and gotten, those have all been internet-based uh, connections that I've made.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would expect that that's pretty much everybody in the same boat at this point. You know, everybody who's under forty probably is for sure in that boat. And I was I've been talking to Ben's sister uh, because she'd recently um, got a job. She got a job actually this year, and so she went through a several month job search. Uh, late last year, early this year, to make it happen, and I asked her, you know, what would you do? And she was telling me about Indeed and and some other of the popular things. And I'm I'm, I'm asking her, you, know, well, do people still use Monster? Because I re- <laughs> I remember that, you know. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose, right? So, but I, I you just realize I'm just way out of step um, with with what's going on and what I need to do. And and I, I found all of my jobs basically through somebody that I knew that worked there that that ping me, and then and then I pushed, and they pulled, and and we made it happen that way. So, so it'll be interesting to see what just what what the whole searching for a job entails. And with a career that
0: length, are you still in contact with a lot of people who have been on this uh, near eternal project and gone on to other places?
2: Yeah, I, I am, and you know, and that's one thing that's nice about having a, a fairly long career, more or less in the same place in in, in Central Florida. So I know a lot of people. I've crossed paths with lots and lots of people. I've had, um, I've had about fifteen jobs, I think, when I counted them up on the resume. Um, so there's been there's been lots of of. Interconnections there, and I think at some point I'll probably start reaching out to those folks. I mean, it's as as we're recording this, as I found out, it was uh, very late in October of 2019. So so we're like mid November, Thanksgiving is coming up for you know for all the all the U.S. listeners, and then Christmas then. So it's a kind of a tough time, in, at least in the states, to find a job. So I'll probably I'll probably do a little trolling, get my resume up to speed, sort of look on Indeed and see what that's all about, and kind of. Kind of be be ready to hit the ground running, but I don't think I'm gonna really gonna get super motivated about it until after the first of the year. Um, and I like I said, I do have about six months, so it's not at this point it's not an emergency. So we'll see. But but I th- really all all options are on the table, including moving. We and unfortunately we just moved about two years ago, two and a half years oh, ago. Right. Yeah, so we're in the new house. We really like it. Um, you know, that, like I said, both both of the children live close, and it's nice. And so it could be. Could be very, could be very disruptive.
1: I think that's good advice to to kind of wait until after the new year because uh, certainly it's been the case for for me and for us, Brian, when we were teaching that you know when students were finishing towards the end of the year, yeah, we often would counsel them methods. like you know you can look, but unfortunately a lot of um, a lot of hiring efforts at companies tend to kind of fall off. You hit about. Early to mid-November, it basically starts to slow down and it doesn't really pick back up again until, unfortunately, until probably about mid-January. Because not only do you have to get through Christmas, but then they have to ramp that process back up. And so there's Christmas, there's the New Year, and so people don't get, even get back to work until like the you know, third, fourth, or so of January. Um, and then it takes usually a week or two for them to kind of spin that machine back up and, and start to figure out what they need. Um, so I think that's probably good advice to just certainly look around, but, but wait uh, to do any kind of serious, uh, you make any serious effort until after the new year, just because you, you're probably not going to make very much headway, unfortunately, just because it just doesn't happen for some reason at the end. Of the
0: year. Certainly. If you're going to get into any of the HR pipeline kind of stuff of people looking at the resume and scheduling the initial blah, 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 uh, I would think there might be a chance to short circuit that if uh, if there is somebody who, you know, who has a position that is open today and they could talk to you right away and get something moving. That might be different. But if it's kind of going in through the front door, then, yeah, the front door is going to be closed for a couple months.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I remember uh, you know from the last times I've looked for a job that it, it's it's definitely it takes a while to get the pump sort of primed. Um, and get and get the thing going in gear. And then, and then it takes a longer time to get it shut down on the back end. So, so that's kind of tough. So uh, Ben's sister, Amy, actually gave me some good advice. She said, um, if you're going to put your email address on your resume, create a new one that's a dedicated email address just for job searching. And, oh, that's clever. Yeah, that's what I thought. So she said, otherwise, it just, you know, it just ruins your email. because kind of the long tail of stuff after you've found (laughs) something you just keep up and yeah exactly exactly and i and i I know you guys have talked about this in the past but as soon as you get sort of in the you 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 get a couple of recruiters primed and and up and running then you know the problem with that is they're just sending you every every job every job that has the word database in it they're going to send to me whether i'm a good Mm -hmm. fit or not and Mm -hmm. and and, and and it's just you have to you have really have to weed through a lot of a lot of trash to get to the jewels
1: i mean i'm still getting in my email you know do you want to move to somewhere in the middle of the country that has no other presence you know has doesn't have anything else to offer except this this six month ios job that
0: will probably not get renewed <laughs> no i don't no, want to do that <laughs> no i don't want to do that thank you for considering me though is it uh, publicly known yet? I don't want to get into details, but it, has word gotten out that this contract has not been renewed, or is that
2: something that just people within the company know? Uh, well, the it's a it's a government contract, and so the the government has a whole process on how they on how they do this stuff. So they uh, late last year they announced that they were going to, or I guess middle of the year, even they announced they were going to be putting out um, requests for pro- proposals. Um, uh we uh, put in a proposal as did other companies and um, we were notified about two weeks ago that our proposal has been disqualified so um, it did not did not survive legal review so they didn't give me I, I, the contracts people at the company didn't share the details of what all that was involved everybody's just sort of assuming that it's money related um, the government's trying to squeeze them for money and they just didn't want to they just didn't want to back down um, and so I know that there's another, uh, I know there's at least one other uh, company in the running still, and there may be more than one proposal, but the government at this point, once they all pass legal review, then, then the, the people that actually manage the contract have to then start looking at the proposals and sort of pick out what they consider to be the winner for w- whatever criteria they use. And then they'll announce the winner like probably in the springish, uh, maybe early summer, and then, and then probably come up with some sort of transitionary period and plan to, to get the contract migrated to the, to the new folks. Okay, so the work is going to be ongoing. It just won't be ongoing with the. Yeah, right. With with, with us, yeah, it won't it won't be ongoing with the with the um, the prime contractor that's on the that's on the program now. And the, and the rumor is again because they didn't tell us any of the details, but the, the rumor I mean it was pretty clear that it was money related when they were sort of talking all around it and saying everything but the word money, and then <laughs> you know, and then and then at some point the. The, the thinking is basically is that probably, the government's probably asking for a rate reduction. So, so, the, so the new company will need you know 100 or 120 people to staff up. I mean, the contract in size and scope is not going to be reduced. Um, so they, it's likely that they would then offer a lot of folks that have jobs now jobs on the new contract. I just work in a different building and sit at a different desk, but essentially have my same job but most likely for like 70% of my current pay. Oh. 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 Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. So that's not bad. Attractive. That's not attractive. Yeah. An option, but not a great one. Yeah, an option. Yeah, option. well, and then the thing is, it it, it comes with, with with all of the, the – the nice thing about this, and again, it's not a guaranteed job offer, but but historically, that's this is kind of what's worked out. But the one thing about this job offer, if it were to come, I would have a very good assessment of what the job would be like because I'm already doing it, <laughs> right. right? I'm already doing it. So, it, so it's basically – you'd basically be like, I'm going to be doing the same job I was doing, which, you know – it was okay. It wasn't great. Like it's, you know, there's there's days when it's like every job, um, but it's going to be that job at, at a, probably a significantly reduced pay in a different place with some different people managed by a different group who are being very money conscious.
1: And at least initially, a lot of other people that you're going to be working with will have no freaking clue how any of it works. Right? Yeah, and it's so... just going to
2: be a a mess for some period of time. So nothing about it is going to be better, right? It, it, it just kind of across the board, it's going to be worse. The only reason maybe to go through the process is because everybody who hires
0: wants to try to find someone who somehow has done exactly the job they're hiring for. And this is that one in a million case where you can say, yes, I have done literally exactly this. I wrote that database query right there. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I, I mean, after being on the program for 20 years, for the most part, I've erased all the people that have come before me. I mean, if you, look, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, I we've worked on it and worked on it and worked on it and their stuff has just become obsolete. So the, the, the main core of the, of the data model and the database and all of the functions and everything else has is, is got my name plastered all over it.
1: So as far as like concrete things that maybe you could work on now to kind of get that process going, we, you talked about how you have updated your resume and, and made it current as of this year instead of current as of 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Probably chose some new fonts and you know maybe maybe changed the design a little bit. Um, so other than that, uh, do you have any plans or thoughts about how you might market yourself just generally? I mean, I'm, I, we, obviously we can talk maybe in a future segment about sort of the way in which you've engaged in the job search itself when that starts to happen. But for now, um, as far as like marketing yourself, generally, have you thought about ways that you might do that? And I I have some ideas, but I'm sure Brian does too. We can maybe offer you for ways that you could do that, but do you have any kind of initial thoughts about
0: how you might go about that? He's getting on the podcast circuit, which I think is a great phrase. (laughs) Yeah. That's helpful. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anybody who's listening, if you need a DBA with lots of experience,
2: right? Here's the guy. Here's the guy. Yeah, the I haven't I haven't really spent I mean it's it's a little bit of a shock I I kind of sort of am reeling still from the whole thing just like what the heck am I gonna do um, there there have been a couple of a couple of recent events at work I think that are that are interesting to put in perspective um, the we've been a, a clear case and clear quest shop for 20 years so we use we use this the ClearCase cm tool it's a very it's a very robust and 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 um stable tool it's very old school but but it's it's it, it did what it needed to do and the and the and the program's been just fine with it and about six months ago they decided they were going to change us to git using jira you know we use Gradle, we use bitbucket we use um they're using jenkins to to do the auto builds they're they're using um some other tool that i can't remember the name of for the code reviews. And so it's all web-based. It's very modern. Um, So of of course we all went kick, all of the old-timers went kicking and screaming. Um, And then, you know, when we found out we're getting laid off, it's like, Hey, where's my resume? I'm putting Git and Jira down on my resume. (laughs) Keywords. 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 Yeah. So, so it's interesting that, that I, that I would be able to fortunately just kind of as a coincidence they they did something they decided to do a year ago and it just took a while to get the plans in place and and uh y- you know it's going to be helpful for me i think to be able to have that kind of modern interface and, and to be able to talk to i mean it opens up an opportunity for me to market myself to a more modern company a more modern company I'm, I'm a new upstart there's there's just a lot more stuff so it, when you think about that it 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 presents some interesting, some interesting options that I, that I really, I didn't anticipate having open to me.
1: Well, as far as I think, the, I think that's a, that's a great point And that's something you should definitely have on your resume and something you should definitely push. Um, because like Brian was just saying, you know, kind of as a joke, but, but it's real, right? Keywords oh, are real. super, super important um, in the modern, uh, you know, job hunting context. And, you know, I, I, I worked with you on your resume and we, we managed to get it Uh it's three pages long because you have thirty-five years of experience. I mean it's just it's very difficult to to get that pared down to a a very small amount just because there's just so much experience and and you wanna showcase that. But one of the things that we did to your resume was we we, I changed it so that the first page can actually live on its own uh as a as a separate document if necessary. Um and it has a summary of all of your experience on it and kind of all of the important sort of your, your your personal statement and your a summary of your experience and, and some keywords and stuff so that if you wanted to send that out as just a single-page resume, you could. Um, or you could send it as the full three-page uh, resume. Um, but then even if you do send out the full one, if they only read the first page and they don't even bother with the rest of it, it still captures you and your experience um, because it's in, in the modern uh, day, I don't know if this is true from 20 years ago, probably true even then, but uh, now... Hiring managers spend usually about thirty to sixty seconds on every resume, and it's usually closer to thirty than it is to sixty. So they're just keyword scanning. They're just looking. They're not reading it. They're just looking over it quickly to see if they if you have even remotely the same kinds of uh, qualifications that they're looking for in the the job they're trying to fill. Um, And not only is that the case, but in many cases, that doesn't even happen until your resume goes through a digital process where a computer does the same thing it is literally looking through your resume for certain keywords and it's then flagging them for uh hiring managers to look at further um so that kind of thing is really important to make sure that you can just get through those gauntlets and end up uh in front of a real human being because that's that's the important uh part of that right is 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 proving yourself in front of another human being um
2: and and getting
1: through all those those silly digital gates
2: I was gonna say, well, going to say, it used to be the same way in the old days. Am I fortunate enough to be a hiring manager? And I, you know, my, my sort of triaging of the pile of, I mean, it, and the last time I did this, it was literally, I was getting U.S. mail with, with, uh, you know, with, with resumes in them. I mean, you know, when I, when I was a hiring manager, and that shows you how long ago it was, but literally it was the same thing, right? You open them up, make a stack out of them. And he spends time going through the stack and you're, you're within 30 to 60 seconds triaging them, and they're going in the keep pile or they're going in the discard pile, and then then you make another more serious, more detailed pass through the keep pile, weed it down, and then you know bring in some people for for interviews, and you know literally, I mean, for me, the you're probably looking at 300 maybe resumes out of which you might pare that down to in the 60-70 range of people that you have interest in uh, ex, uh, try to get some people in for interviews you might be able to you might be lucky to get 12 10 12 15 people to come in and and out of that you maybe make two or three offers i mean so it's you know you're it's it's you're in the 1% range typically right i mean that that's my experience in that initial pass this is a little bit off of uh, your own job search but did you
0: feel that or did you find that it was a very clear dividing line between people who go in the s yes pile and the no pile for that initial pass
2: you know i think most of them were a lot of them just really just really didn't have the experience that that the job I mean they were it was just a, a spray and pray kind of resume thing i mean back in the day there was there was lots of Of advice about just send out two thousand resumes, right? You'll get a job, Um, right? um, And so you get a lot of that, and then, and then of course, in those days, you know, you're kind of separating them from the plain white paper and the fancy paper, and the somebody that had theirs printed was kind of a keeper. Or if any like seriously glaring typos or it just looked badly done, again, right in the trash, basically. So I'd say probably. Of, of the of the pile that went in the discard pile, probably eighty to ninety percent of the discard pile was very easily separated from 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 everybody else. And then maybe the second the second pass, a more detailed pass, you kind of be like yeah, the, you know, they're qualified but just not a good fit for me. And then you 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 know, maybe add a few to the discard pile just for qualifications. But
0: earlier when I asked if this was kind of public knowledge, what I was thinking of was uh, back when Ben and I worked together at the Iron Yard. When our closing was announced, it felt like later that afternoon, uh, the, probably the best informed guy in Orlando technology circles kind of sauntered over to our office and uh, expressed dismay and also mentioned that he was hiring. And that was how one of our colleagues, uh, I think, started work even before we officially closed. And I wonder with an organization your size, if the, if the similar dynamic could be at work that as soon as people find out, hey, here's hundred twenty people who are good at
2: what they do and are suddenly available, are you going to be kind of descended on? Do you think? I don't know. That's a good question. Well, it kind of remains to be seen. There are there are lots of shops in the local area. Central Florida is a, a big tech hub. There's there's uh, there's government contracting work. There's commercial contracting work. There's there's really quite a bit going on, and there's lots of small entrepreneurial companies that are making it happen too. So I'm I'm kind of thinking that that uh we'll probably hear a lot about what's going on. I did have an interesting a very similar experience w- within a day or two of of the announce of the of the internal announcement to us um, but not kind of not yet public. Um, the, the government has a whole procedure how they do stuff. They notify the people hey your proposals disqualified, but they don't notify the other people that it's happened. I mean they find out kind of through the back channels, but and they don't tell us how many other proposals there are. I mean so all that stuff is kind of very close hold, um, but I I'm going to be given some training. Um, I have to do some traveling here in the next month or so. I'm going to be doing some training, and the guys, the folks I'm going to be doing the training with, they called me like the day after this, and and they said, um, hey, you know, you're going to be coming out here for training. Um, you know, you know, they kind of going over the agenda and went over the agenda with them, and I'm like it sounds really good. And they're like, we're thinking about having a follow up um, where we could do a little more in depth stuff, maybe a little get off the script a little bit, and have you do some some customizing just for us, maybe just over a couple of days. I'm like, you know, sure. That'd be great. If you can get it approved, I'm, I'm happy to come spend some time with you guys. No problem. And he's like, well, we were thinking like March or April, but now we're thinking maybe sooner. Oh, so I'm like, sure. Mm. sure. <laughs> so That was that was kind of funny. So, so as it turned out, I said, well, if I'm already coming in the next month, I'll just, I'll, I could just stay. So as it turned out, I'm just going to, we're just going to piggyback the, sort of the advanced class onto the, on the back end of the beginning class. And some of the, some of the folks will swap in and out. It's going to work out fine and I only have to travel once. So it works out better for me too, but, but it was pretty funny. It's like, how do they know? Like, you know, I mean, how do they know? But yeah, they find out it's it's a small community, right? It's a small community. So
1: with your um, beginning to, once you begin to actually kind of stop, talk to people and, and, and potentially start to, to branch out of maybe the, the context that, you know, and And jump into into circles that you are that you don't run in um, so they don't necessarily have that context of who you are and and what your deal is. Do you have a plan for how how to how to deal with the whole i'm 61 looking for a job kind of thing like as far as how you're gonna market yourself and how you're gonna approach that so that people see that as a positive and not potentially a downside
2: yeah th- those are those are really tough questions and I find myself I, I find myself um the, the the problems are a little bit different but i feel just like how i felt when i was 22 and looking for a job just a little bit out of place very much off balance um very much i mean I, you know there's there's a ton of new technology that's available and i don't know a lot of it so you know you start to look through the the job. I mean, I, have sort of spruced up my LinkedIn profile a little bit and been playing around on there a little bit. Just again, I've never, I've have one, but I've never used it for anything. Um, I've never hired or been hired through it. And so, but now that I toggle myself to available, right. And then you start getting, you start getting the emails and whatever else. And there's just a ton of technology in those, in those job, job openings that I don't even, some of it, I don't even know what it is. So so I'm, I'm definitely going to have to figure out how I'm going to market myself because I, well, I mean, even whether you're 22 or whether you're 52 or 72, or 62, it doesn't really matter. Right. You, you, you're you going to have to market yourself to your strengths. You, nobody knows everything. Um, and, and so I'm going to have to market myself to my strengths. But I so I think I think. I think the two big things I have going for me are um, I'm I'm uh, while I'm while I am I am older I'm 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 young enough that I I got one more good swing at it I think I think I got like you said in the 5 to 10 year range I think that's enough time for a company to say it, that's 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 good enough right it's it's an, it's not like I got well, I'm at 64 or 67 I I mean I just want one year right so I got enough time um, and I'm still I, I've, fortunately I'm still very healthy i, I, I you know we're reading glasses, but other than that I'm, I'm in pretty good shape I, I I don't have any other problems um, and I think the other thing that's that I really have going for me is that it, it's it's pretty hard to get me off balance at work you know there that I've seen it all I've done it all i've i've there, there's i mean there's really not, there's really, I haven't had a day at work in a long, long time where somebody walked in my cube and said, hey, I'm having this problem. This is the deal. And, you know, here's the 10 minute explanation of the, of the mini disaster that's unfolding across the lab that I, that I haven't been able to, to just be like, I'm following you. And I just get up and we just walk over and I just sit down at the computer and we just start to fix it. Um, so, so, you know, I, you know, I, I I don't always know what I'm doing, and I don't always know the immediate fix. But but I I, I know enough. I know where to start. I know where to go. And so I think that I, you know, I'm while well, I'm I'm 35 years of experience. Obviously, means I'm at, you know I'm I make a good salary. But I think by the same token, it's hard to throw a curveball on me that I can't that I can't hit. Right? I'm not going to hit a home run every time. But it, I'm I'm a you know I'm a, it's pretty hard to get one by me at this point. At, le- at least at least if you stay in my my wheelhouse. So, so I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking those are my going to be my two strengths, right? I'm, I'm, I have a, I have a pretty, uh, a, a pretty good um, sense of what to do from a technical point of view. I'm not easily flustered. I've, I've been, you know, I've, I mean, I've had, you know, I've had lots of fairly high pressure moments at work, as we all have. And the older you get, the, you know, they just they don't slow down. They, nobody's cutting me any slack because I'm sixty.
1: And you're also not a company man, like you didn't spend 40 years at one place, where right? You, where you only got indoctrinated to one way of doing things. You've had probably what a dozen, fifteen jobs in your career. So while this most recent one was quite long, it doesn't. It's not like oh, but this person's going to have uh, just sort of this very specific baggage from this one company that we're going to have to unlearn them from you're, even though you spent 20 years at this job, you've, you've got a wide breadth of experience from other places. And so you're not going to be, I think, pinned down by, by that sort of specific bureaucracy that exists at your current job.
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. So, so that's, that's kind of my, you know, that's kind of the strategy that I've sort of formulated in my head over the last couple of weeks over the last two weeks, really. But we'll, we'll, it, it's evolving and, and it'll, it kind of remains to be seen how it's going to work out. So we'll, we'll, um, like I said, I'm trolling a little bit, um, you know, the, it, it, just like, yeah, for those, for those, for those folks that may and I know, I know Ben has lots of experience at this, where you've worked with recruiters, and they'll just try to jam you into any job that you know, they can shoehorn you into, um, and, and, and when you're, when you work for a company that, that subs you out, it's more or less the same thing, you know, the, my company's already called me, it's like, hey, we got the line on this, we got the line on that, and it's like, you know, yeah, but it's not really what I want to do. And at this point, it's early enough that I can just still say, no, I'm not, I'm not desperate. But, you, you know, like with recruiters, even with your own company, you run the risk of being, you get hard enough to get along with and then, then you know, they'll drop you, right? So, it, I, you know, Ben, ben and I've had this discussion really throughout his career, which is um, my my career regret is, is letting is chasing the jobs and chasing the money and letting the companies push me around and let take taking the jobs that I didn't really want because I just I, I needed a job today and I was I wanted to do it and've I've counseled Ben several times in his career do what you love, do what you want and don't settle you know? And I think, I think it's especially critical now more so than it, because nobody at this point has a career job at a company. Nobody's a company man anymore. If you're not, if you're not watching out for your own career, no one is.
0: Which I think would be a a benefit to you where you are. You you mentioned you might have five or eight years and I just can't imagine any tech company hiring someone with any
2: kind of expectation that they're going to be there for three years, let alone eight. Yeah, that's a good point, Brian. I, I hadn't thought about that but that that's a very good point that that maybe in today's world a 5 to 10 year window is really longer than it needs to be. Yeah,
0: that's infinite. That's, you know, that the, <laughs> right. the, the company's going to be either purchased or go under long before we reach <laughs> the end of that time thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and I think and I think I, I think your point is very well taken. Something that hadn't just hadn't occurred to me at all is that their expectation on their end is that they're making 2 to 5 year hires right? I mean, that's just about how long people stick around. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. so that, that makes me feel better. Hey man, this is awesome. (laughs) Oh, good. So,
1: so, uh, when would you like to come back on and and what do you think you're going to your, what do you think
2: your next sort of major milestone with this is going to be? Um, that's a, that's a, I don't know, you know, that, that's a good point. Getting the, getting the resume out was, was, uh, was, was a big milestone for sure. It was, I mean it. I literally, when I opened up the, I still had the Microsoft Word document from 1998, and when I opened it up, I mean, I just started laughing. It was just, it was just so hopelessly uh, out of date, and, and 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 just so hopelessly antiquated looking. It looked just looked. It looked like somebody was looking for a job for you know from 1998. So, so I really, I do really actually appreciate your help, Ben, on on becoming it, making it more a more modern UI, and I think. Converting it to a PDF was again something that is a is it just a stroke of brilliance, right? Because it just keeps people from from fiddling with it, so which is which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Nobody sends
1: Word doc uh, resumes anymore because it's just too easy for people to manipulate it, and and I've literally had that happen to me where where recruiters want to change it after I send it oh. to them, and it's like it's not your resume it's no. my resume right this is me and this is how i'm choosing to present myself if you don't like it that's fine but you can't change it so i think having it in a, a read-only format is, is much preferred
2: yeah so I, i've sent it out i've sent it a couple places um so it might be you know we could we could you guys do you guys record every every week you have a what's well a we we release Trying every, every other week. every other week. <clears throat> okay yeah okay so uh i'm thinking probably like you know, we could maybe, well, I'll ping you in like mid-December. We'll t- talk about it. I'll tell you what's up if you think it's worthwhile for me to come back on and give an update. I will. But but I'm thinking probably, you know, mid-January, just when we get the ball rolling. And then maybe like every month or so after that to see just if we can have just a little short, you know, segment on one on, you know, it'll be the, it'll be the, the, the seven phases of an old guy trying to find a job, you know, oh, <laughs> you know, confusion. Does that, you know, uh, and then, and then, uh amusement and then then gradually ramping up to more and more anxiety as the as the deadline nears and
1: then sadness and then (laughs) and then and then relief when when a job comes along yeah
2: yeah and then and then and then after i start the new job disappointment at how bad the new job oh no Uh, yeah well you know i mean that's something else just just the whole getting a new job i mean the one thing that's nice about the job i have is i mean i may be a little overconfident in my skills across the board but you know there's really nothing that the job can throw at me that i can't do it, you know plus you again you know my,
1: everyone and yeah. you and you're used to you're very used to the routine and stuff so just the it's kind of like you know back when you were in school and you started a new grade even if you're going to the same actual building, it's like, well, it's a different room, a different teacher, different kids. Like it, j- just the even though I know I can go sit down and I can I can hear the teacher speak at me and I can I can do activities and I can you know I know that I can be a, a student. Like there's just the anxiety around the environment and the interaction is going to be totally different, and I feel like that's the same. That's what I always feel when I start a new job is I'm confident in my abilities to do this work but what i am not confident about or i'm i'm nervous about is like who else is going to work there and how is that going to go and and uh, you know what is the will i find someone to go have lunch with and like you know it's it's there's all these all these things that you're like this is so like even if the job isn't great it's like this is so nice that i have all this taken care of and it's all routine
0: don't have to think about it anymore
1: yeah so yeah. you pick up and you go to a new job and it's like well maybe the job will be better but then like there's all this other anxiety about all these other things um and so that's you know that's that's something to to be i guess both excited and terrified about like you were saying <laughs> in the
2: beginning. yeah and i think you know i think specifically being a, a dba a, as a, a supporting role in a development environment where you know my customers are for the most part the other developers in the on the program um, you know, where I am now, when I when I work and we have disagreements about things that they're having difficulty with interacting with the database or whatever, and we have to have a discussion about it, I can typically explain why the constraints of the database are a certain way and why they can't do what they want to do. And, and, and it's, it's worked out fine. They, I have enough seniority on the program that, that they just accept it and we just move on. But that's a risk that you have when you go to a new place. I'm explaining to some senior developer, you know, you're getting a constraint violation on this table because you're trying to put in a non-unique value and the the database won't allow it. And then, you know, the next thing you know, you look up and he's back with his boss and they're telling you why, you know, why is the database throwing these errors? Right. So so that's, you know, that's a concern.
1: And the answer needs to be it's doing it on for a reason and I'm not going to change it and you have to fix your code to make this work. But if, and it, you know, where you are, you can, you have sort of the reputation that backs up that, that statement. But if you're, a, if you're just the new guy, right, then you don't necessarily have that clout, right? So they're going to be like, I don't care, change the rule, right? Like I, I'm not changing my code. And that is a concern because, you know, for various reasons, you, the database is the way it is on, on purpose, right? And, sure. and, and you want to find somewhere that respects that, that part of your job, uh, so that, you know, they're paying you to do a job and you're trying to do it and 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 you don't want them to get in their their own way, right? Of of you being able to do that job. And that's certainly a fear, I think, not just for a database administrator for but for anyone, uh, you know, is is that can I do this work um, the way that it needs to be done? And will that work then be respected by my peers, by my boss, by the company at large? Is it something that is 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 generally respected and and i think that depending on what kind of role you take on you know sometimes for whatever reason certain roles are more respected than others and and i can imagine a scenario where like the dba is known as sort of the 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 office curmudgeon and (laughs) the person that everyone hates because they always say no to everything
2: yeah um yeah like oh i gotta go talk to that guy spend five minutes explaining to him what he wants and then he just says no anyway
1: Right. So I can see how that would be, that would be challenging to, to, to market that as like, you you want this, right? You want me to work for you. And you want me to tell all your developers no, because that will make for a more robust and more reliable and stable database, you know, which is in in the interest of your customers.
2: Yeah, the whole thing's, it's, it's actually, it's actually, I think it's kind of scary. That's where we are now. So so that's, that's going to be the phase we're in now, the scary phase.
1: Well, the good thing is you have time on your side and you have, uh, you know, you have people around you that can help you, uh, with stuff. So, um, if you would like, we're I'd be happy to, to, uh, link to your resume on, in the show notes for,
2: okay. for this Can't episode, hurt. if you'd like to
1: kind of get your, sweet get the word out early. Um, and then maybe we could even have a, uh, a discussion next time about like other ways that other resources that you could use to market yourself. Like we've talked a little bit about like having a, a one page website, Um, I think there are opportunities for you to maybe go speak at meetups in Orlando um, at different ones that you could use. I mean, we have one called the Orlando devs meetup that typically gets at least a hundred people showing up every time. So, and it's just a general purpose developer meetup. So you could, if you spoke there, you'd be, even if you did it maybe a couple of times, you could reach potentially several hundred people. Um, So there's, there's various ways I think that you could uh, enhance your, uh, you know, the, the volume of your, of your message. So that it is, it reaches more people, and it's it's more effective than just blasting your resume out to a million random emails and hoping hoping for the best.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we could we could use me as a test case. I know I'm a I'm a I'm um, a longtime listener of the of the Model View Conversation <laughs> podcast, and and I know you guys kind of have a playbook for the things that you think you know, the folks looking for a job that typically, I mean, oriented I think toward the junior folks, but things they should be doing and speaking at meetups and, you know, all this, it's kind of a standard set of things that, that you guys have used effectively in the past when you worked at, at the Iron Yard and when you did other stuff where you ended up to get people out there so we can maybe use me as a model and see, um, I do have, I do have some teaching experience. So I'm not, not super intimidated about being in front of a small crowd of people anyway, but maybe we can we can see how we can run the playbook on the old guy and see how it works out yeah <laughs> all right Perfect. sounds like a good plan all right. okay all right i look forward to coming back and giving you an update then awesome
1: well thanks so much for being on we appreciate you telling your story and you know it's it's not necessarily the easiest story to tell but i think um it's it's going to be i hope that it'll be really useful to our listeners to hear that that whether you you know you might feel uniquely um Uh, disadvantaged as a junior developer that you're getting into this industry and that you don't know what you're doing and that you don't know how the hiring process works. And there's all these unknowns and it's kind of scary. Um, But hopefully it's comforting to hear that even someone with lots of experience, you know, they expect you, you experience a lot of the same anxieties and worries and, and uh, that should, that should come as a comfort to everyone that we're all essentially in the same boat. And um, we need just to find strategies to, to mitigate those concerns and to Uh, find a successful path forward. So you can, you know, you can get a new job and be happy um, no matter where you are. If you've got six months of experience or you've got 35 years of experience, the, the process is essentially the same. um, And uh, we will use uh, my dad to help us figure out how best to maybe navigate that. and, And our goal is to find you an awesome new job that you love.
2: Sweet. Awesome. Well, Hey, thanks, Ben and Brian. Thank you, Joe.
0: Okay, we'll hear more from Joe probably uh, in the new year once the hiring cycle starts up again. In the meantime, we'll be continuing with our regular schedule. And if you'd like to hear more from us in the meantime, we're getting in contact with us. Ben, where can people go? What can people do?
1: Everything you know about our show is available on our website at nbc.fm where you can listen live right on the page we have all of our episodes posted including the audio and all the show notes for everything that we talk about um we are available everywhere podcasts are sold so just look in your favorite podcast app for model view conversation if you use itunes to do that like the apple podcast app we would love a rating or review that really helps us out and finally if you have feedback for us or you want to get into contact with my dad maybe you have a job opportunity that is of interest to him we are available on twitter at
0: mbc podcast thanks we'll talk to you again soon